0: All right, today is uh, the NLP Today, Um, and we'll have one uh, the next two weeks, and then we'll probably take it, we'll we'll have to take a couple weeks off, because unless someone, unless I assign it to somebody to run, which I might do, because I'm going to be uh, busy, Uh, but today we're talking about secondary game Secondary gain. How do we handle secondary gain? Right. And um, and in fact, that's one reason I like I, I actually thought about this. That's one reason I picked that uh song, numb little bug. It's you know, she's taking all those pills trying to be happy, right? And so what's but is there secondary gain in to staying depressed? Is there secondary gain in anything, you know? And I'll, we'll just open it up for a discussion and people can talk about it. But I'll start since it's my shtick. Uh, uh, I can tie it into like the class I'll be teaching next week. If if people, are, some of you are in it, the control of the food. You know, sometimes when we do weight loss with clients and, you know, help them with their fitness and all that, uh, we don't address what is the secondary gain going on, right? For them to maintain. Their weight, right? What's the secondary gain? Um, and I found doing this since the mid 80s. That's, you know, I had a Suncoast, well, what was it? Clinical Hypnosis Center in Indiana and in Chicago, and then South Suncoast down here in Florida. Literally saw 10, 15,000 clients um, in the offices over the years. Uh, and so the secondary gain I noticed was all over the board. People had all kinds of different things, um, from you know um, not wanting to piss off their like their family, right? Because you know maybe growing up they heard those things like, well, all women in our family get fit get fat after forty, you know, or it's the old one I'm always busting people on. Well, you know, we're Italian, we have to eat pasta, right? Well, if you didn't know you were Italian, you wouldn't have to eat pasta. You know, it's the second, but the gain is you don't wanna maybe alienate your family. Uh, A common one is, you know, that I used to deal with is, you know, uh, uh, it was like a testing that people would do, especially women, by the way. But it's like, will they really love me for who I am if I gain some weight, right? Well, that's an interesting secondary gain. You're testing them. And then, well, see, they let me. You're back. Basically, the secondary gain is you're proving your belief that men can't be trusted, right? Because, oh, they gained weight and they left me. Well, you know what? They fell in love with you when you were thin and attractive. Maybe they want you to stay that way. I don't know. And let's not get into judgment. And then they'll judge the person, not this, right? Um, so there's all these secondary gains, right? Um, big one I used to get in my office and picking on women because 65,
1: 70% of my clients were women um, was not wanting to be attractive
0: because for two, they could go in various directions. Maybe they were abused at one point, one point in time. Um, one that women didn't like to face and people didn't like to face is they were in a relationship but they weren't real happy and they were afraid if they got attractive and a good looking person attra- uh, approached them, it might it might be hard to say no, because they weren't happy, right? Does that make sense to everybody, right? So there's all the, and there's, it just, there's like, it's a metric that just keeps getting bigger every, so is there a secondary game? You know, uh, two more things I'll talk about and then we'll just open it up. And, and how you deal with it, this is one, you kind of have to deal with these ones on the fly, because you can't have a preset thing, because it depends what the secondary gain is. In the addiction world, uh, you know, it's common that people have secondary gains for staying drunk, and then you even have to in that one, and also families, you have to look at one level above, you know, because we always say in our NLP thing, if you make this change, how will this affect other people in your life? Um, including getting thin, but in the addiction world is if you've been a, a drunken bum, uh, you know, for 20 years in a marriage, but you're making good money and suddenly you sober up and you want to take back the checkbook, uh, you know, and they're starting to ask where all this money's going, You at, and they, well, you didn't care for 20 years. I liked you better when you were drunk, right? So it's like, because you were controllable, right? And some of the, it's almost like a tertiary game, I guess you'd say because it comes down that way, right? Um, also, the secondary gain for like a lot of the addictions is it's like the song numbing, numb little bug. It's numbing the pain that you're in so you don't have to face it, right? And then, you know, if you're drunk or you're eating Haagen-Dazs or taking drugs, it goes on and on. So there's all these secondary gains that need to be addressed. And some of those, in my opinion, there's no set script for them but you just have to be aware and i always used to say because the guy that kind of really trained me in the weight loss side of hypnosis russell yarnell would say like you know 40 50 percent of the people are going to come in you, you do a few little hypno magic things even if it's just a direct suggestion script it's going to do this it'll flip their brain they'll drop the weight they're fine All right but what about the ones that it It works for a little while and then it comes back. It works for a little while then it comes back. We see those secondary gains. I tell the story a while ago about the guy that keeps saying he wants to quit smoking, but he's having trouble giving it up because his secondary gain is he likes to sit outside before he's he's in recovery, sit outside before the meeting with the guys that are smoking, right? You know, and the old saying, if you, you know, go to a, if you hang around a barbershop, eventually you're gonna get a haircut, except for Billy, right, Uh, right, you're, you you know, so he ends up smoking. So there's those those things going on. And the only thing, probably by accident, by the way, that they addressed the secondary gain was the Veterans Administration, right? In a weird way, because if you get diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder, right? And it was, from what I understand, it was the VA that pushed this. It's a diagnosis of non-recovery. The reason, right, is if you jump through all the hoops, Billy would understand it, and maybe a couple other people, if you ever dealt with military veteran bureaucracy, you jump through the hoops and you get your post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, disability rating, right? And it goes, and it can come back, you know true trauma can come back years later they didn't want oh my god you're better now we'll take away your disability and then two years later you have a meltdown now you're starting from scratch right and so in a weird way i think that one's like because people argue well is there such a thing as a diagnosis of non-recovery right uh, but again maybe people yeah, I you know there's there there are classes you could take to coach you up. By the way, to go into uh, when you're getting ready for your PTSD exam with the PA, how to answer the questions, you know, so you can you can uh, you know. But uh, that's that's a topic for another day. I think some of that's amusing. From I've been in that system uh, since the early '90s. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so secondary gain, I think we've all dealt with it in different ways. You see it in different way, you know, we're seeing it here and there, you know. Uh, and of course, I'll shut up with this. Sound i like, Bill Clinton, and one more thing, let me tell you, wait, one more thing. He, he, that that was his shtick on his speeches, by the way. Um, but you also look at like society secondary gain, right? What's the? you know, if things are going on. Is there a secondary game behind it? And I'll just, uh, not to be controversial, but I see a lot of it in how they're, they create false comparisons to get in groups to fight when it's not really the argument. Like now it's like, oh my God, they're forgiving. You know, if you forgive this, you know, student loan debt, that's going to take money away from X, Y, or Z. Really, right? Really, right? We we cut corporate tax rates and ran two $6 trillion unwinnable wars, right? So, but it's like to get people fighting because the secondary gain is, in my opinion, then they can do whatever they want up here because these blacks versus whites, Republicans, Democrats, left, right, they're all fighting down here and nobody's looking up here, right? And that's what happens interpersonally with yourself when you're in, you, cause you can't see the secondary gain usually when you're in it or it's painful. It can be painful to look at, you know? Um, and there was a noon commercial the other day that I actually liked and It was about showing people overeating and the guy and, and I've seen it both ways, a guy and a girl and they're like, damn, I was programmed to overeat or I was programmed to clean my plate. And of course, those of us in the hypnosis world been doing this forever, it's like, yeah, that's part of what we do. It's like, you know, clean your plate, you'll feel better. You know, uh, eat this, you'll feel better. That that you know, or no, clean your plate because people are starving in some God's forsaken place, right? Now we can actually say most of America, lots of parts of America. But uh, you know, so anyway, what is the secondary gain, you know, and and that you've run into and What's the difficult one? And I, uh, my difficult secondary gain is the ones when people don't want to face up to what the issue is, is giving them some kind of positive that they don't want to admit. You
1: know?
0: So I will open it up now for talking. I'm done. This is not my day to teach.
2: So, Dr. Will, I have a question. If you're working with someone and they don't want to or can't see, a se- don't want to face or can't see a secondary gain that you're picking up on, you can't or you don't want to kind of force them to see it because then you're they're going to resist. So do you just find a way to work around it? kind of quietly okay yeah
0: okay use your skills young jedi
2: exactly that's what i was gonna say my nlp skills yeah tell a story or
3: this makes me think of someone you know this makes me think of a story yes and subconsciously they'll relate tell te- will tell them it's their story just feed it back to them but they don't have to know you're talking about them like oh i just had a client in here that blah 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 but you're you're having your notes and you're reading back to them and and this is what it was for them i'm curious what do you think of that
0: or yeah. just leave it hanging don't We're even good. say just you
3: know yeah all right
0: they'll get there
4: yep and you'll get them because you're <laughs> that
0: good
1: it
4: was, thank you. Janet. I have a I think uh for the fir- I think the first secondary gain when I was years back was I had like my first smoking client, and we were working on that, and it came to realize that his cigarette it wasn't the nicotine, it wasn't the addiction, it was that his cigarettes were his only friends his bet yeah. he considered his cigarette his only friend and that was kind of you know app you know sad and shocking you know um yeah. so that that would be secondary game right that was like a clear cut oh yeah i
0: did i did a spot stop smoking thing at a mental health center i worked at and uh, i was i was the, the director for the governor's commission for drug free indiana that worked through a mental health center, but they knew I did hypnosis. So the guy brought me in to do a stop smoking thing for the administrative staff. I said, sure, we could do that. We're all talking. And this CEO was a business guy. He was not in the mental health bill. You could tell he goes in front of everybody. Right? he goes, great, because I'll be glad we get these people to quit smoking because then they'll be knocking off these damn breaks and we can get more work out of them." <laughs> and I turned to him and said, you know, if I work for you one-on-one, I- I'd start smoking. You yep. know, it's like, and this, and I said, let's just cut this off now. Cause with that attitude, nobody in this room would want to quit smoking. Why wouldn't they? Wow. So they could do an extra, you know, process of a paperwork. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So secondary gain. Cool. Ken,
5: um, Ken Guzo has a, a strategy uh, where he has four quadrants and this is not a new idea, but uh, you know, I heard him, you know, and, and you ask the client what's going to be the best thing about solving this issue? What's going to be the worst thing about solving this issue? What's the best thing about not solving the issue, which is getting at the secondary gain, but it's sort of a roundabout way of looking at it. And I, I forget what the fourth quadrant. it's sort of like what's the best and worst of solving it or not solving the issue. And uh, that's uh, a different way to ask the question of what's, what's the secondary gain? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Dania, do
6: you have something? No, I just find this fascinating. Like, I know, um, I ask myself really hard questions. And I think those questions I ask myself help me find my secondary gains. And I don't always um, I don't always think other people are comfortable <sighs> with that line of questioning. And I really like I like those questions there Dave David that you just put out um, about the different quadrants. and I love the idea of telling a story, feeding it back to them. those I think those are brilliant because sometimes I can see it. sometimes I it's like it's right there. And I've never quite known how to, without blatantly coming out and saying it, well, do you think that if you lose weight, this might happen? Because some people find that rude. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
7: So- Hey, Dr. H, I got a question for you. Yes, answers are only five hours. Only five five hours? All right, man, I got you, baby, I got you. So here's the question about what I do with my clients, right? I have them give me leverage and they gotta convince me that they want to get better because what i mean we worked in mental health for for ten thousand years right and working also with um uh, people if they don't have leverage if they don't hit rock bottom see i can hit rock bottom mentally i don't want to do this physically right but when they hit rock bottom and what i have them do is like this one lady she she told me yesterday i have these fears and i'm scared to be around people and other bullshit stuff like that so i told her if you wanna work with me, you need to write down 50 reasons why of the of wish like you wanna quit. And then, I mean, get better. And then you need to convince me, if not, you, you're you not gonna fuck up my record because I'm one and done. And she looked at me and she said, excuse me? I said, no, I'm one fucking done. So this is what you guys do. You give me 50 reasons why now If you cannot convince me, we can shake heads and be friends. She says, I've never had a therapist that said that. I said, I'm not a fucking therapist. I said, that, <laughs> then I, then I said, that's your problem. I said, listen to me. Do you want to get better? She said, yes. She said, but I've been dead this for nine years. I said, well, guess what? The shit can be done. Give me 50 reasons why. And you have to convince me. If not, I'm leaving. And she said, well, if I do that, how long is it going to take? I said, eh, shit. I said it the last time, about 40 minutes. She said, oh, you're that good? I says, no, I'm fucking outstanding. (laughs) But she says, well, I got too much stuff to do. Maybe I'll call you back next week. Or maybe that's to listen to me. I said, let me tell you why you have this fucking problem. It's because (laughs) you want to have significance. This shit is so much significance to you that you can tell the whole fucking world about this shit. And they listen to you. You talk your damn ear off for a fucking hour, which I don't have she yeah. said, oh, you're so mean. I says, no, I'm honest with you. That's the biggest difference. I says, here it goes. If you want to get help, here's that price. And then I says, well, how much are you going to charge? I said, only $1,500. I don't have the money. I said, borrow the money. I said, listen to me. If you don't have skin in the game, you will never get better. So anyway, ain't going to call me back. But damn, she talked my ear off doc for an hour yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, and,
0: and Russell Yarnell used to, I, I watch him do this with people. I understand. Uh, I'll play with like, Denea, I understand this, but do this for me. Take your hand, go like this. Now put it on your forehead and go, oh, woe is me. I'm special. <laughs> yeah. And
1: then,
0: like John just said, that people go, you're rude. You're mean. He goes, yeah, and I'm not fat. You are. You know, if you want to be weight, <laughs> oh my God. he was like right to the... And he was the one that taught me too when he worked with weight loss he never talked about being overweight. He talked about being fat. Yeah. Right, and then I I teach that, I taught that hypnosis kind of people go, well, then there's, people will take, no, that's their internal dialogue. I don't think people, when I was overweight, I didn't look in the mirror and go, I have a slight weight issue. I need to control my eating parameters. No, I'm like, you're a fat, disgusting pig. You can't zip up your pants, right? (laughs) That's And you're matching the internal dialogue, right? And also, too, is, and I I will give Russell, you know, credit. He goes, also, too, part of what he wanted to do was chase away the people that were never going to change anyway, and then mm-hmm. would blame you, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh. nah, you know, because yeah, yeah, I think he's the one I stored. You know what? It takes the heart of a warrior to make some of these changes. And maybe you don't got it. Right. Yeah. I mean, what do they, Billy? What do they say? i i heard this at Rip Ranger Indoctrination Program. you'll say the same thing, right? Most of you ain't got it. Most of you ain't got. it. <laughs> and I—I I, I used to love look, look, look down to the left, look down to the right. Now, 70% of you, son of a bitches, won't be here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know. Pretty much
7: accurate.
0: <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So secondary game, cool. Come on, somebody else throw
3: something in there. So <laughs> I, I had st- worked. I worked on a person once who was on disability because of her problems. And once she realized that whatever I was doing was helping her, and she was getting better, she quit cold turkey. She
6: says, "No, I want to stay on disability." Oh. <laughs> But at least she recognized it, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yep. I had
2: yeah. the same experience, exactly, had The yeah. exact same experience. Yeah, well,
0: I was I, shocked. I, I think it was <laughs> Scott McCall. He tells the story. He had a client do that, and he goes, "Well, I'm not going to tell anybody that you're better. <laughs> <laughs> you don't tell anybody that you're better, right?" <laughs> Because it had to do with a guy who had back pain and it was from all this. He goes, yeah, but you know, my wife doesn't make me clean the gutters. The kids take out the garbage and that, 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 that. And he goes, I'll teach you pain control. Just don't tell them. <laughs>
3: yeah, but here, when you're in disability, you have to go every year for a checkup to see if you're able to do some kind of work well, or then, another. So then it, then it could be like...
0: I've noticed everybody getting out of their car at the Veterans Administration, as they get closer to the building, they limp more. Yeah.
3: (laughs) yeah. Shame
4: King. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, they they should just go across the border and then they'll get all the benefits they need. They don't have
2: to. Wait a year, but yeah, they'll get them.
3: I have a client who, is involved with a toxic individual, a terrible human being, a narcissist, that I would say a jerk. And they um, cannot break themselves away because, and she's, she's beautiful, she's successful, she has money, she's the opposite. And she's like, he has this hold on me. And her secondary gain, in my opinion, you know, her secondary gain is there's she's 47 i don't know how to meet people off of dating sites the dating sites are all losers yet yeah, she's dating a loser i don't want to be alone i um uh at least i have someone oh and he cheats on her and um <laughs> at least i won't be alone and she's a smart these these people that come to me are smart they are intelligent people. And that's how she started off her conversation. I'm smart. And I'm like, I know you are. I, kn- I know this. And so her secondary game is, well, at least there's someone. And I love him. Oh, good. yeah. yeah. It's like, no, no, you don't love him because you don't know him. And I don't care that it's been three years. You do not know who he is because he's never shown you who he is. Well, I saw good. No, you didn't. You saw him act. Michelle, have you ever asked
6: her what it is she loves about him? I'm sure you have.
3: Oh, yeah. That small goodness of a lie that mm. he showed her, you know.
4: Mm-hmm. Is that like a pattern of uh, development, maybe, that she grew up with and saw and measured as love, thinking it was love? Because she had no other, Yes, you know... Uh, yeah. Well, and you know, rule to see you know guidelines to give her an education on what love is like.
3: Yes. Oh, absolutely, because she came from a
4: terrible
3: background of all overachievers, alcoholics, and abusers.
4: So when you work with a client like this, you are that direct with them, like you say no. That pretty pretty much so. Like that. That's interesting. Yes. Hmm.
3: Yes. Because I I'm not gonna ring around the rosy. All their friends have. Because they want to stay friends and and mm. she gave this person twenty five hundred dollars yesterday because because he touched her face
2: no
3: for a house that he's going to put a deposit a rental and i said oh so you you're running the house. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm running a house, a house that he's going to cheat on you in it, because they don't live together. I said, Oh, okay. So, and she goes, I want my money back. I said, Send him a text right now saying, Hey, you said you pay me back Friday. I loan this 2500 to, you. but anyway. And she did because I said, There's no record. There's no record. You oh. get that money back, you know, <laughs> and text him now. But Give me the $2,500. i am happy to take it if you're giving away money. But yes, I, I do say that. You know, and I told her she doesn't have to pay for anyone's love. But the secondary gain, like Janice Janet said, is she has not t- been taught how to receive appropriate love. She's never been married because she's been afraid of what she saw growing up. And
7: uh, Dr. H., uh, Dr. H, I got a question for you, right? Here's a question.
3: Wow. Remember Tony
7: Robbins' uh, human six needs, right? Oh, and yeah, yeah. can and can you, the secondary gains be the human needs like security or significance or variety or um, it could be co- as, co- as connection and love, all those oh, yeah. human six needs. So then when people are not, and their secondary gain, it could be, for example, um, what as Michelle was talking about. Everybody wants love, but they'll settle for its connection because at least it's something, right? Right. Or that's else, people want to be significant. John, I have such a freaking problem that you can't even solve it, and you're a genius. Oh well, yeah, that's my story. Anyway, and it's and it's so much. Or else, and they just want to be significant, right? So isn't it? And so I'm just thinking, Doc, isn't the second Jerry Gain, the very first four human needs of oh, that's in your master training uh, pamphlet? Yeah, I think so because, and you know who's good at this is
0: a lot of people that run organizations, you know, will feed that. So you're, you know, because um, I remember I've been slammed because I, people know it's like, I'll go to a conference if I can figure out a way to make money or at least break even at the door right and they're like yeah but you should come for this or that and to connect with the people and to and i'm like i'm kind of having this out with an organization right now for a conference in october and it's like my job ain't to make you money buddy my job ain't to you know well you're not pushing it to your list no nope. why should i i mean it's like I, I'm not there, you know, if, if if I'm set up at a thing where I'm not making money there, doing anything paid, it's like there's no, oh, you're just, then they'll, and it's that trying to, some people are very good at it, and they're very well trained at it, right, and it, and it buys in, like, just like, uh, now, what, let me turn off my background, I'll show you, and I speak as one.
4: Are we not recording now? We're recording. I don't care. Oh, jeez. Oh, care. I didn't know that. I was going to say something. I'm glad you talked. Yes, uh, I, I just said in this interlude, I want to warn you. Please don't disclose anything you don't want the
0: grand jury to know.
1: I don't. Right. But
5: this, I
0: don't. <laughs> <know>. uh, <laughs> I, I can't. Why? I can't.
5: That's why Billy's wearing a mask.
0: i'm trying to turn off my back well anyway behind me i say that i say that and yet that whole wall are awards from organizations you know and as one of my friends would say so you're more interested in the three cheers than the three bucks (laughs) right he goes i'd rather have three bucks than the three cheers yeah and i'm like Oh, okay. I can't seem to turn off my. Oh, your background? Yeah. I think it's on the home page. Of... Yeah, it's, oh. for some reason, maybe because did I make, I might have made. Uh... It, uh, well, it should it's... be a selection on uh, when you turn the video, the video on, and yeah, on. It's just like, let's see, if I blur my background, that one's working.
1: There you go.
7: Choose virtual background. Um When you're working with this lady, um, she has. There you know, go. What, See the What she learned growing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, and uh, she successfully found somebody that fit into, the, you know, what she her expectations were. Really, you know, like that. She found somebody's like, you know, gonna take advantage of her and all this other stuff. So she was successful in finding the person that fit the mold that she brought. If she were to create a new mold with your guidance of what she would really like to find. How easy would it be would that be
2: well then you have to also Love that thank you. Yeah. convince her that she's deserving of a new mold
4: self-sabotage right But then, at yeah. that
7: point don't you see that was a mold you were given growing up and you don't have to accept it
4: right I uh you know I' I know we're, I think I could share this even though we're recording but in my own early twenties when I was divorced, blah 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 naive and all that stuff i i found before i was a hypnotist before seinfeld and before everything i realized i was being attracted to men but i i i don't know how i recognize this but i was misinterpreting strength you know strength for uh maybe a psychological thing or a somebody who was impossible, who was actually cold. Mm-hmm. And so it was maybe a, a couple of things when I realized that I was being attracted to the same type of person. This is to answer your question. What I did for myself is I just did, I forced myself to do the opposite. Mm. <laughs> I, I just made a decision to date Opposite. It, I was attracted to a certain type. I did the opposite type, and that kind of broke the pattern. And it was like a whole new world was out there of men that I never saw before. So I'm just sharing something. Would personal. you?
5: Would you say that's that a pattern interrupt?
4: Maybe a pattern <laughs> interrupt. It is. Yeah, yeah, a certain type of guy that fit my ex-husband's. You know, and I realized that it was. Me, I don't know how I did, by the grace of God, it was me. But when I realized that, and I just did the opposite without thinking, a whole world of men opened up that I had never seen or recognized before. And it changed my life, really. I'm married almost 40 years now.
0: A lot, just looking at this group, a lot of us were raised by people, maybe, that (laughs) they just stuck with it, whether you're happy or not yep because that's yeah. what you did you know now we're you know we're we're shifting you know but maybe because of the know.
4: depression you think they were went through the depression
0: well, in the 60s if you were a, a divorced woman you were probably a whore <laughs> you know? i mean that's what that's what people i mean yeah why, why if you don't believe me flip on what's that tv show Mad Men.
4: Yep. Well, I believe that because as a divorced woman, I couldn't rent an apartment until nobody would rent me an apartment as a divorced woman until I, I just rang the bell. I went down the wrong street, rang the bell of somebody's apartment building. And I told her right away, I'm divorced and I need an apartment. And she happened to be Italian and with a divorced daughter. She said, come on in. You know, it was like, it was like a gift. I can in, write a whole book about in that. In
0: 2000, we moved to Florida. My wife bought the house. But when we went to close, they go, well, we got to put your husband on it. We can't sell a house to a woman.
1: Wow. This
0: was in 2000. They didn't change Holy it. It was ma- 2004. Right? And so I remember Christina going, yeah, but what if what if I wasn't married? Well, we probably ask, can you get your dad or or your oh, mom? Oh my God! This is also <laughs> Port Charlotte, which is a little county in Florida. I guess some of the bigger counties were better. That's unbelievable! That's, that's shocking! Thousand, thousand, yeah. yeah,
2: deep South.
1: Wow!
2: wow. Yeah, that is. what's shocking. wrong with the deep
4: South? <laughs> <laughs> you might be a redneck if. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe you could do like the opposite therapy. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, those of us here, if not in your life, you have a friend that their relationships it's like the people are interchangeable, but they're the same person. Yeah. Right. Men and women both. You see it. It's like you know.
5: Yeah. Exactly.
0: I remember they showed a a clip one time uh, right after Rock Hudson died and then, you know because he got outed because he you know when well, he died of HIV, but it showed all his lovers through the years, and I and people would you this was pre-internet, but they're like Jesus Christ, it's the same guy, but as soon as you would age out, he would replace you. you know, they, they all look like Steve Majors, you know the the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, athletic guy, but masculine, not a not a soft guy. But it was so- just fascinating, and it's like. Right.
4: Or so what NLP or Donald technique? Trump
0: for God's sakes? Yeah. You know, it's always an immigrant and it's like primarily blonde. That I think they're all blonde. It's like yeah. oh, same person. what
4: te- NLP technique might you use if they a client came to you with that imagery. How could, can you do mapping across the kind of change? I think you
0: could. I think it you just, yeah, what is it that uh you know, it's like the story I'll tell is there's a lady who came to me, Excuse my bird young, she came to me because uh, she had this, as she said, a loser magnet, you know, she would walk into a room. If there's a hundred men, 99 of them are healthy guys that want a good relationship. One guy just got out of jail for beating his girlfriend. That's the only guy I would want is what how she described it. And so she was describing it. She liked these biker guys and shit like that, right? To the point, which was interesting because he was very successful. She's an engineer. Uh, very successful. She goes, yeah, the last guy, I bought his motorcycle.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? And so I just was, I'm like, sometimes this is just fun, right? When you get clients, I go, let me ask a question. What do you do when you get ready to, you know, find a guy? She goes, well, I get dressed up, put on my little leather miniskirt and I go to this, and she named a bar that's a biker bar. And I went. First of all, in computers, they'd call that a selection error. (laughs) You know, it's you you know. (laughs) And then, but what she, what we we came up with, and this was done on the fly. I take no credit for it. That like, what did she? She liked the image because her dad was a biker. She liked the image of the rugged Mm individualist. Even though she goes, you know, when I really think about it, most of her biker ex-boyfriends and husbands weren't very. They wouldn't do anything that their little group thought was bad, mm-hmm. right? They're like Marines. I'm a rugged individualist. If you're in the Marines, no, you're not. You are like in a, you're in the big, the tightest box of all the military, right? But it's the idea. So she took what that, that, that stuff she wanted, the rugged individualist, the brave, the, the, and the motorcycle was a small part at the bottom instead of being the top part. That was the big, and then she ended up. Because uh, I knew her from a, 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 a social organization, she ended up marrying a guy that ran uh, one of the largest law firms in the area, who happened to have a motorcycle. Oh, good compliment! But that was, but he was, you know, he quit yeah. a big law firm in Chicago to start a small law firm in Indiana. Then he built the law, and I, she was describing it. She goes, "That's the kind of guy I wanted. He was brave. He was gutsy. You know, he would do that stuff rather than." You know, and she goes, but I still can't get used to the fact that he has a gold wing, not a Harley. You know.
1: <laughs> so oh, that's a good compliment.
0: She goes, so I bought that. my own. <laughs> I go, you could have we could have just done this five years ago and you'd have saved yourself some 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 money, but you know, she paid me a lot of money, so I was happy.
1: Hmm. So yeah, cool stuff. Anybody else with secondary game? No. Yeah.
5: So what, what other what other techniques could you use to well, to I either I, mitigate or I,
0: I think this is the magic of NLP. Any technique will work rather than look for the perfect technique.
1: Mm-mm.
0: It depends on what they're presenting with at the time.
1: Right.
4: I guess you could use a new behavior too. To Have that. an experience going into a a meeting place, getting confident, you can do so many different techniques.
7: Yeah. Or a matter of fact, uh, you guys can actually, it's create your own. Take one technique, the other technique, tweak it together and create your own techniques, which I do. I look at stuff and say, maybe I can hook up this one with that one and mix it with this one and just run with it. Yeah,
6: that's sometimes that just happens. You know, yeah. I'll start off with the intention of doing one thing. And before I know it, I've pulled little bits and pieces from like three different things that I've learned. And it works. Well, I really, yeah. I'm really grateful for all this. Everybody's input. Um, well, you know, when I asked Dr. Horton to do this class last week, secondary gains to me felt like this great big overwhelming thing. And it doesn't feel that way. I love the information from everybody. And, uh, and I think, you know, The best way is to just kind of look at it head on and go, Hey, have you ever thought about this? And if they don't like it, well, then maybe they're not ready to change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a great class. Yeah. I like classes,
0: Mm. You've seen me when I'm doing the visual squash, I'll say party, party, and now they come together. Every once in a while, there'll be somebody in a demo that'll go, Yeah, but the parts don't want to come together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, which part doesn't? The part that's fighting the change, usually, not to generalize, right? okay, now we got to reframe why is the part hanging on to whatever the behavior is. Mm -hmm. Then you got to run down a different, like John just said, now you're down this direction. You you can still come back and finish the visual squash. Totally. Mm -hmm. That happened a few years ago at the Guild, which was great. I wish I would have recorded it Mm -hmm. because it took a fucking left turn from hell. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I actually had to work. Jesus. (laughs) 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 I'm using to. of that to be honest with you is uh, the basic what i'm teaching a lot of it's on autopilot Mm. so when something goes and that's a secondary game it's like yeah.
3: so when they said it doesn't want to come together and you said why not then then what did you
5: then i just said
0: well let's talk to that part let's do Oh, oh yeah totally what's it trying to do for you is there another way we could get it to do for you what else happened um it had to do with fear. I remember that, and it was, oh, I know it was on starting a practice and and walking away from a paycheck because they'd been in the corporate world for long or mm. a job for a long time, you know. And uh, so we went down that route. And I remember the solution was the part of them that that was trying to get them to do it, the reason you wanted to do it. Finally reassured this part that guess what you could go to work tomorrow, and the door could be locked. Mm. We've mm. Seen, have you not seen that in this day and age? That's right. You know, or the company merges and thank you for your service. You know. Yeah. And she and, she, and it was a lady. She'd actually been through that. Right. So then going back to the to what John Oda was saying, Doctor John. Uh, we went back to the, it had to do with she, she, the certainty versus uncertainty. She was looking for certainty in something that's really not certain, mm. you know?
6: And sometimes it's just like you were saying that simple reframe, you know, have you ever gone, what if you go tomorrow and the door was locked? Like I was talking to, um, my sister-in-law this morning actually, and her husband is in the hospital and it's like. A horrible long story and he's and she was having this almost this nervous breakdown this morning and she said you know I can't stop thinking of you know I don't know how I'm going to live without him and I finally just said to her I said you know I get that I said but there you know what are the only two things you can count on death and taxes so whether he was in the hospital right now or not there's still going to come a day when one of you dies did you think about what you were going to do without him a week ago? And she said, Well, no. I said, Did you think about it a month ago? Days, she said, No. Days. And he said, Well, then you don't really have to think Is about it right brutal? now. And that she was like, Does that ever feel good? And so that it's yeah, there's lots of different ways to come at it like that. Like I said, this this at the beginning, the secondary gain seemed like this great big huge thing, and it just it isn't. It's just part of it.
7: Yeah, a bit, but but then on her as well, what I would do. I would mm-hmm. change her submodalities, right? So when she's thinking about her husband is probably in color, change it to black and white, make it cold, put it far away, start changing the submodalities and start doing more of, of, as of the basics and stuff. And then what I would do, I would put her in a circle of excellence and then, then like actually anchor that good feeling. So then, so then like she can actually gain that power. Does that make sense? It
6: does, and that's a great suggestion. This is only like three days old. So she's exactly still, she's got to process a little bit about of what she has going on. Just that simple reframe this morning where she was like, Okay, that's it. I'm good. I'm gonna go eat my oatmeal. I'm gonna go outside. And the next time I talk to her, I'll start to do those things. That's awesome. Thank you. That
7: as well as collapsing her negative anchors and and, and then switching to the positive ones too. All those little small things, because with my clients, I do, because even with my business clients, I do these little small things, and they think I'm a freaking genius, and of course they're right, right? And I just <laughs> say, yeah, yeah, thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's a good, that's a good point, because that's a rough. All right,
0: all right everybody, right. I'm
1: going to stop the recording. Where the hell's my, where's the button? There's the button.